Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. And joining us now is former wide receiver and one of the best special teams players in NFL history, Steve Tasker. He played college football at Northwestern and was drafted in the ninth round of the 1985 NFL Draft by the Houston Oilers. He spent most of his 13-year career with the Buffalo Bills, going to four Super Bowls. He was a seven-time Pro Bowler and five-time first-team All-Pro. Currently, he is a sideline reporter for the NFL on CBS and also the co-host on One Bills Live on TV and radio. Steve, thanks so much for joining us on Unpacking It. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. It's great. Oh, well, we appreciate it and, and glad to, to talk with you. And, and we'll, we'll get to your story in, in just a little bit, but the, the NFL rule changes were a big topic this week. So, so what did you make of the, the changes specifically to instant replay? Well, it's pretty unprecedented that the league is going to allow coaches to uh, challenge a play on which there was no penalty called. Uh, now, certainly only certain penalties are going to be reviewable, uh, as you might expect, um, which means if they if they ask for a review and another penalty of a different nature pops up on the screen and becomes of evident, they still can't address that mistake. They can only address a mistake for defensive or offensive pass interference. So if holding or clipping or tripping or any other – penalty rears its head they cannot address that so uh, uh and so that's the one limitation that there is and that'll probably be frustrating for some people but there's also a lot of other consequences that may come about with this uh, rule change that we haven't anticipated and it'll be interesting to see it take shape so so overall are you glad that this is happening or are you kind of wait and see i'm a little wait and see i have some apprehension about it because uh, um one of the i've been in the room I was in the room last off season when they had the kickoff summit, when they were tinkering with the rules of kickoff and how they were going to change it. And they were very hesitant to make any changes because there's always unintended consequences. So they didn't know exactly, and they can't anticipate every situation that will happen uh, on a football field. And because of that, sometimes they get caught in a position where it doesn't go the way they wish it would. Uh, they get caught with un- unexpected consequences of a rule change. So uh, they have long conversations about that kind of thing, and, and uh, this one, uh, no doubt, it, it will seem to happen very quickly, so I don't know if they ever actually had a chance to think through it <laughs> the way they would of other rule changes. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. It, it, it does feel very reactionary, so, uh, so we'll have to wait and see for sure. Steve Tasker, our guest right now on Unpacking It, and, and you mentioned the, the, the possible changes to the, the, the kickoff and, and some that, that did take place uh, this past year, and of course you're one of the best special teams guys ever, so how do you feel about the current state of special teams and, and specifically the, the kickoff and really how it's become less as uh, emphasized in, in the sport today? It has become uh, de-emphasized in the NFL today, no question about it. Um, it's a, and on one hand, it is a little sad 
uh, to see it go away or to be changed dramatically. But I do think one thing that I took heart in was when they had the summit meeting between uh, coaches, uh, head coaches, uh, general managers, the competition committee, official, the officiating crew of the NFL, when they had all these people in the room uh, talking about what they were going to do with kickoffs, they were all committed to saving it and making sure it stayed a part of the game. It was mm. uh, considered the most dangerous play because there was injuries that were happen, happening. And there was a, a little bit of a sentiment outside the NFL to maybe do away with the play completely. Yeah. Uh, the way you see the AAF do, where the offense just walks on the field and starts, you know, starts playing offense, no kickoff transition play at all. Uh, the NFL was committed to keeping it in the game and, that meant changing it in whatever way, shape, or form they felt necessary to do that. So that was a little heartening for me mm. uh, to know that the foot was going to stay in the football, at least to a certain extent. Steve Tasker, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, and so you're still very much a, a part of the, the NFL and, and as a broadcaster, and, and you've been a, a part of CBS since 1998. And, and so I'm, I'm curious, how, how did you decide to get into broadcasting and, and that be the next step after your playing career? I thought when I was a kid coming out of high school, I went to a community college in Dodge City, Kansas, and I took radio TV film, and, and I was you know, playing records on the college radio station as a freshman in college, and then continued that uh, track all the way through my college years at Northwestern. And when I got into the NFL, I, I began to explore the possibility of getting on the air uh, as a television analyst, even as I was playing. So uh, it was my you know, I kind of was working towards it and football kind of allowed me to pursue it without ever having to get a real job in the industry. So uh, I did that during the time I played. And when I did retire, uh, I was very fortunate uh, that CBS was going to um, get the NFL back after being out of the NFL broadcast business for four years. Uh, They got it the same year I got out, I retired, and they were hiring all new people. So I was very fortunate. They were hiring a whole new raft of analysts. I was one of those guys, and I've been there ever since. CBS has been an absolutely wonderful company to work for. They've been sensational to work with. The people I've worked with have been great. Uh, the leadership of the company is stellar, and um, and it's just been, a, it's just been great. Uh, I, I was very fortunate. I worked with a lot of great, wonderful people. And uh, the leadership of that company has been was patient with me at the beginning of my career and has kind of stuck with me and given me the chance to continue. So I'm very grateful for all of that stuff. Yeah, well, you've done an excellent job, and it's no wonder they kept you around and, and all that. And so you are, though, one of the, the few former players who's a sideline reporter, which is interesting. So, so what is your approach to that role, and, and, and what's your preparation process like each game? Well, I mean, my process is different as a sideline reporter uh, because I kind of uh, support I'm, as, as my role, I think, as a former player, what I do, uh, my analyst in the booth is Rich Gannon, former MVP, former Oakland Raider, one a really good quarterback and a good friend now as well. Yeah. Play-by-play guys, Kevin Harland. Uh, so those guys are friends of mine as well. And I'm there at my role, and I, we talk about it extensively, obviously, and as to how I can fit in with their broadcast. They were together for a number of years before I came on board with them this past year. So I'm there, and my role would be, and and my philosophy about being on the broadcast with those two guys is to support what they say, uh, to lend credence and support to what Rich analyzes from the booth. Uh, My perspective from the field level, uh, it can echo 
or bolster or strengthen what an analysis Rich Gannon has as a former quarterback in the NFL. I can you know, say, yes, I see this, or in rare occasions say one of the things that you might add to that is that doesn't support him is the guys on the field are doing something different, and here's something else that, to look at. it. So to chime in and to support or to add to or to enhance uh, what Rich Gannon sees from the booth and what Kevin Harlan calls from the booth as a play-by-play guy it's my job to make them look good and to help them uh, and their credibility to the viewers, to, know, to let the viewers know these guys really do know what they're talking about and here's why and give them examples of that. And, and uh, that's, that's kind of my philosophy as a sideline guy. Yeah, and then, and then as a, a former player and, and your interactions and, and interviews with current players, how, how do, you, do you feel your interaction is different with them versus – other reporters that that have more of a only of journalism background where for you you've got both the journalism and the playing background yeah i almost tend to stay away from the journalism aspect of it and i found this when i was in the booth as an analyst the things that happen outside the game for instance players who have interesting stories away from the field either for their family or for their business background or from uh, a personal standpoint have a compelling story aside from football there's all there's you know there's 106 of those every game uh, mm. for every player and and every coach has a really good story uh that is uh, worthy of being told i i kind of stay away from that because i know this too a guy like kevin harlan who's so natural and so gifted as a play-by-play guy can sprinkle that in and i found this as an analyst in the booth there's nothing in that regard that a sideline reporter can give that an, a guy from the, in the booth can't give. Hmm. Um, they can, they can take their broadcast in any direction they can. Now, certainly I can enhance it or I can remind them of stories, but I don't need to be on the sidelines to share a story about a guy's battle with cancer hmm. or, or the, or a, a story where he was grew up in another country, not playing football. Hmm. Uh, I can bolster that, but they can say the same thing from the booth that just because I'm on the sidelines doesn't give me a vantage point that's different off about guys off the field. So I, I kind of tend to look and being on the sideline, that's for me as a former player, that's why I'm there because I see things up close. I can feel the guys run by. I can feel the ground vibrate when they run by. I can feel the collision and the power. I can see the speed. And that kind of point of view up close and personal is what I try to convey to give emotion and maybe impact to what the guys are saying in the booth. Oh, it's a fascinating perspective that you have on the field, but also your perspective in your approach uh, by being down there. That's really cool to hear. Steve Tasker, our guest right now on Unpacking It, 13-year NFL player, uh, spent most of his career with the Buffalo Bills and, and now is a, a sideline reporter for the NFL on CBS. And, and Steve, the, the NFL draft is, is coming up in a few weeks. So when you think back to, to your draft year back in 1985, what are your memories from your personal draft experience? Well, uh, to be honest with you, I thought um, I didn't think it would ever get any better than being drafted in the ninth round by the <laughs> Houston Oilers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I thought yeah. I had reached the absolute pinnacle of life, uh, <laughs> being a late-round draft pick by a team um, that, that you know, subsequently since then has moved to Tennessee. So uh, I, I just thought it was such a thrill, such an emotional time for me. I have three older brothers, and they were as ecstatic as I was. Uh, it, we grew up – I grew up watching the NFL and being inspired by it to play football. And 
to be drafted by one of the clubs in the league. I just can't, I can't tell you how proud and happy and excited I was to be uh, in that position, let alone what would happen subsequently and get a chance to play 13 years and playing pro bowls and super bowls and all of that stuff. Uh, I just, yeah, that was, that was beyond my imagination. So, wow. you know, the, I, I considered it a gift when it happened and I couldn't, I would not have had the capacity to even dream of how well my career went when I was drafted. Mm. So um, it's just the ama- most amazing thing uh, I thought could ever happen to me. And little did I know uh, what else was in store. Oh, that That's really cool to hear. Steve Tasker, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, and so you end up having an incredible NFL career and, and just a remarkable accomplishments and the great teams that, that you were a part of. But, but I know for you, football isn't all there is. That, that's not what your, your life is all about. And, and so you're, you're a man of faith. And so here on Unpacking It, we love talking football, but we also love talking faith and, and life. And so uh, very simply, how has Jesus changed your life and, and what impact has he had on, on your life? Well, I don't think there's any question. I, I mean, I, I count every good thing that comes into my life as a gift from, from God. I know that it all passes through his hand. I know that I, uh, me and in and of myself and all the life that I've lived in 50 plus years, you know, I haven't done anything as special as anybody else or more special than anybody else. I know that I have a God that provides for me and takes care of me. And just like I told you when I got drafted in the ninth round, I thought life couldn't get any better than that. Hmm. Um, little did I know God had big, bigger things in store for me. Um, not only the chance to play in the NFL, but to be an all-pro five times, seven Pro Bowls, four Super Bowls. I was played with a handful of men who I've come to love and respect and become lifelong friends with and to have a career I, I was not even capable of dreaming I could possibly have. And yet uh, God gave it to me. And, uh, you know, I sit in a town that I didn't know existed when I was drafted. Uh, I got picked up off the waiver wires after a 24 hour period in 1986. I came to Buffalo with my wife as a newlywed and we had, we were blessed with five children. And now I sit in the same city with three grandchildren, Mm. um, to think when I began, uh, that I could really plan my life in such a way. And then to have God give it to God and let him take over and have him give me more than I could possibly have ever imagined. It strengthens my faith to know that he takes care of me. So um, it's been wonderful and it still is. That's really my story is the fact that you may think you can handle your life. You may think you've got a handle on what's going to happen. You may have plans that are great, uh, but if you give it to Jesus and let God take the wheel He'll take you places that you could not possibly have even dreamed of. So, and that's happened to me. Uh, I don't know if it'll happen for everybody, but that's my story, and uh, I'm still living it. Amen. Steve Tasker with us here on Unpacking It, and and so you've experienced uh, tr- tremendous blessing and, and awesome opportunities through, throughout your life. Uh, but when you also look back at your your journey of faith, I, I assume you've you've faced many challenges and, and different seasons of, of difficulty as well. And so when you do look back and, and now you're able to kind of recognize what took place during those seasons, what comes to mind as far as how you grew during challenges? Well, it, hardships come because God has something to teach us. And I know that most of the hardships came to me uh, through my own weakness, you know, my own inability to stay strong in my faith, to, to, uh, 
uh, to be disciplined, to watch my mouth, to, uh, to watch where I go and where my feet take me, all the things, the problems that arise and the challenges that have arisen, have arisen in my life have been uh, because of my mo- my own moments of disobedience. Mm. Um, and I have, and God has taken those and I have had faith that he would take those and mold me into a, a better person to teach me things that I needed to learn. Uh, and not only teach me things that I needed to learn, but also to change my behavior. That's more difficult than knowing something is being able to live something. And some of the lessons were very, very hard. Uh, and they hurt bad, but that pain and that uh, then the suffering caused by it, not only for me, but for my family sometimes, that's pain and suffering is the only thing that will change your behavior. Uh, certainly, you can change your belief system or change you know, learn a lesson, but to change your behavior is sometimes even more difficult. So imagine going through a life and, and, and that being um, you know, having to go through something so traumatic or so difficult uh, in, in big ways and small ways to change your behavior. And little by little, that's what God has done. Uh, my, my behavior still continues to evolve uh, through his guidance and his, and his, um, and his shepherd staff. So I'm, I'm very grateful that he has been steadfast, even when I have not been. And I think uh, knowing that has helped me through some pretty rough times that I caused for myself. It's a wonderful perspective from Steve Tasker here on Unpacking It. Former Buffalo Bill and, and current NFL on CBS sideline reporter. And, and in, in thinking about your, your career and your time in, in Buffalo, of course we've got to talk about the, the four straight Super Bowls. And every time I think about those teams, I, I put them up there with the greatest teams in, in history, even teams that have won Super Bowls and, and all that sort of thing. But when you look back at that, that, that four-year run of, of losing Super Bowls, what impact does that still have on you today, good, good or bad? It has the impact on me because the men that I went through that with are still close, lifelong friends, guys who I love and respect. That's cool. Uh, I, mean, I played in 100 and almost 200 NFL games, uh, and I can't really remember a bunch about any of them. I remember, you know, obviously a bunch of good things, generally speaking, about it. But 21 years after I've retired, the one thing that I don't forget and the one thing that I know is that I can pick up the phone and call a bunch of people and, and know that they're still real close friends. And uh, the best part about uh, life are the people you share it with. And those guys that were on those teams, we still have a text loop that we speak to. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm text with, you know, hall of fame players who are tremendous guys. The things that I take with me from my, uh, my NFL career are still and most importantly, the relationships that I forged while I was playing. And uh, to this very day, it's my mo- one of my most treasured possessions. Oh, that, that's really neat to hear. Steve Tasker with us here on Unpacking It. And, and, and along those lines, I hear the relationships of friendships, and, and those are so important to you. But I also know uh, that you're a, a family man, and you mentioned your, your five kids, and I, you said three grandkids as well, and then, of course, your, your wife. And, and so we'll, we'll end with this. I, I've been asking my, my guests recently here on the show uh, because my, uh, my wife is pregnant and I'll be a first-time dad. And so what, what is your wisdom or advice that you can share with, with me and, and also the listeners today for a first-time dad ab- about to, uh, to have a child? I'll just say it very quickly and very succinctly. The best gift you can give your children is to love their mother. Mm. A son learns how to love the women in his life from watching his father love their mother. And they learn to love their sisters by watching their father love, love their mother. And if, if, and if as a father, 
you shouldn't need any help knowing how to love your son. Uh, do what's best for them, not what they want you to do or what makes them happy, but what do what makes them better. But my first advice is always to my sons and to anybody who asks, like you just did, um, give your children the gift of watching their father love their mother uh, beyond compare, mm. and things will take care of themselves. Ah, it's so strong. Wow. Well, I appreciate that, Steve. And, and thank you so much for being a part of unpacking it today, for, for sharing uh, just a little bit of your story and, and being able to talk football with you. It's a, it's a great honor. So thanks so much for being a part of the show. I appreciate it. It's a privilege. All right. Absolutely. Well, he's Steve Tasker joining us here on Unpacking It. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.